Hey, Caitlin, what time is it there for you? It's 2.18 p.m. What time is it there? 11.18. Oh, this is perfectly just afternoon time. Three hours difference. Just slaying. It feels like three hours difference, but really it's 21 hours difference. Exactly. And it's probably been 21 weeks since we've actually recorded. Oh, it's been so long. I know. We took an extended holiday break because we were just having so much fun. Yep. We've been (laughs) (laughs) having the best time of our lives. Anyways, welcome to Just Slaying. I know. We even took the time to see each other, and it was crazy. It was the best time ever. Caitlin came to Iowa, wooed my parents, wooed the pants off of Not not like Sims woohoo, but like charmed them. Yeah. Uh, I talked to your dad every day talking about Wordle. Do you? Yeah. You you both must be so happy. (laughs) He's the father I never had. Aww. <laughs> That's so cute. Oh, okay, I'm not going to cry. Moving on. We're here to re- talk about, oh man, we're, we finally are going to wrap up season two of Buffy. It's just been waiting for us. I know everyone's been chomping at the bit, waiting for us to come back with this final <laughs> two-part season finale. Sorry, all of our fans. Uh, number one podcast in America is back with Becoming Part one hannah do you have any initial thoughts before we start um let's see where where did we leave off oh i don't know Mm um yeah what was uh episode 20 that's a good question you know what it it doesn't even matter there were some filler episodes and now we're back to the meat and bones of this season angel is bad yes i remember what it was it was go fish we love go fish We, the mer people. Uh, I feel like we liked that more than we thought we would. I actually don't remember. Yeah, we did. Moving some on. great cocktail ideas. Oh, yeah. Do you have a cocktail idea for this episode? I do. Actually, do you want to start with that? Should we start with yeah, our cocktail ideas? Yes, and uh, the cocktail that we each, we separately chose the cocktails for this episode, not knowing the other had chosen one, and made them for ourselves. So I made an Irish whiskey. And how was it? Oh, it was great. I mean, who what? doesn't love coffee with a splash of booze? What out of this episode inspired? Oh, drink? well, um, this is inspired by our first trip to Ireland with Mr. Angelus mm. and his incredible accent. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to talk about that. What did you make? Okay. I, I did not make my cocktail. I just thought of an idea. For one. <laughs> but, I'm going to be honest, Hannah. I didn't make mine either. I'm lying. I know. <laughs> I, mine took inspiration from Drusilla and the bloody, bloody nature of this episode. So Ooh. it's called Cursed Immortal, according to this recipe I looked up on Pinterest. Holy moly, what's in that? Okay, two parts cranberry juice, one part dark rum, mm-hmm. and like a shot of grenadine, oh. like half a shot of grenadine, and then you put ice in it. Put in a full shot for me, because I love grenadine. So it's cold, it's cherry flavor, it's tart from the cranberries. You gotta uh, paint your nails blood red to match. Blood red with like black French tips. That sounds incredible. Um, So this is a Drusilla inspired one. And a lot of her clothes really sort of inspire this cocktail in this episode. Oh yeah, let's talk about that when we get there. I don't remember what she was wearing. Oh my god, so many good outfits. (laughs) Or maybe just one and she wore it really well the whole time. Yeah, well either way. Um, let's see. Do you want to read the intro? Yeah, as soon as I can find it. Oh, it's right there. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Buffy determines the time has come to destroy Angel and must ascertain. What? what? Ascertain. And must. What? Ascertain. I'm definitely not going to say it. Buffy <laughs> determines the time has come to destroy Angel and must decide if she is ready to <laughs> sacrifice all she knows to be true to do so. This is so wordy. Oh, well, yeah. But her decision is further in text. God, just a Wait, few. Yeah, a few words. I can't even get through this. It's way too wordy. Summary? <laughs> but her decision is further entangled when Willow uncovers the secret they may, that may restore Buffy's former beloved. Elsewhere, Angel chooses to unearth an evil demon that could swallow the earth and all of the beings rather than return to the arms of his former lover. That was terrible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
what that really says is Buffy's going to destroy Angel, and he yep. is going to decide. What's he meant? Oh, uh, so she's got to, well, I don't know, sacrifice some shit. Uh, Willow uncovers a secret that may restore his soul. And then Angel unearths an evil demon who could destroy the world, obviously. Again, because that's where we always are. All right, there's a summary okay. for you. <laughs> I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, we got a recap, and it's Angel telling Buffy about his curse. We see, oh, and it, a recap of Angel's curse being broken. That was exciting. Um, and the secret to restoring Angel's soul is on a floppy disk, actually, that's hidden between two cabinets in uh, uh, Jenny Callender's office. It fell Not when she Sorry. was... Yeah fell when she was murdered yeah i mean they're not cabinets it's it's like her desk <laughs> it's on the floor which is just i think it's just like a board on top of filing cabinets yeah i don't i didn't really too made closely of filing at cabinets it. well they show it in slow-mo twice of that floppy disk falling into the crevice <laughs> crevasse so we know it's going to be very important uh okay so our opening scene moving is, on <laughs> moving on uh, i got a lot of energy right now i'm real amped up so get ready tell me <laughs> um, opening scene it sounds like i thought it was dubbed over by seth green at first and i was like okay i, I like this uh remix but it's not i don't know who it's dubbed over by yet i will later mm, okay <laughs> anyway we're in galway ireland in 1753 it sounds like we have an old-timey new york accent as a narrator and that's all we know so far about that anyway we see angel he's dressed in old-timey clothes he's drunk and presumably human so we know this is an Origins episode. An Origins episode. Oh, 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 oh. Finally, we see this beautiful, fancy blonde, uh, like in an alleyway, just her like silhouette, and Angel sees her too. And he's, of course, like, damn girl, Drug what that her. dang do? He's like, girl, I see that butt ruffle. Mm. I'm going to take my knee-high socks over there. I got to draw you. <laughs> and it's Darla. I know she's back. I love Julie Benz. Yeah, she's great. So Angel starts drunkenly hitting on her, which I'm sure he does to every girl in town. And she actually has an American accent. So it makes me wonder what Darla's origin story is. Because this is 1753. What's she doing yes, in Ireland? In Ireland. And actually, I think I looked it up because I too was surprised about her accent. Uh, Julie Benz is from Pittsburgh. Oh. Did you know? Hmm. No, I didn't. So what's a Pittsburgher doing <laughs> in Galway? I hope they're called Pittsburghers. Any Pittsburghers <laughs> out there, call in. Uh, Pittsburghers, right in. <laughs> <laughs> so Darla is basically like, this all is very happens very quickly. She, he's like, hey, you're babe. She's like, I can show you the world. And he's like, I'm in. And he says, show me your world. <laughs> Darla just immediately bites his neck. So this was just love at first sight. For both of them. They are very flirty, very, very quickly. Uh, and then she scratches her decolletage so that he can suck her blood and become a vampire. There's this very poetic shot of the silhouetted uh, them, him sucking on her, her old decolletage. And that's it. That's how he was sired. Wow. Not very romantic. What an origin. What? She's a certified hottie. And he goes up to her. He's drunk. She's like a double babe. Yeah. Also, I just saw the bite taken out of his neck. It was it was a chomper. It was large? Yeah. Mm. I feel like they yeah. don't really show that, usually. Oh, my. Back in present day, or in present day, Angel is lurking in the shadows watching our girl fight some vampires. Uh, she tells the vampire to get a message to Angel, but then she ends up just killing him, so... No message to Angel. Mm. Uh, Xander is also there. He's like knocked out or something. And he says, five vamps in three nights. So I guess it's kind of a... There's been a lot of vampires lately and presumably all sent by Angel. Why do you think Angel's just watching from a distance at this point? Why isn't he getting out there and fighting Buffy himself? Because he likes to uh, uh, torture her. Oh. Her message to him, by the way, which he indirectly receives is that she's done waiting maybe she knows he's there and she's just being passive aggressive like you know maybe i know you're fucking there i I see i slay your senses literally (laughs) um well now they both got to get home to study for finals 
because we oh. still have school and all of this shit. Fuck, normal teenage stuff while she's, like, saving the world. I know. Buffy comforts Andrew and says about the final, she says, don't worry, it'll all be over soon. Little does she know, Angel agrees, and from his hiding place he says to himself, yes, my love, it will be. So ominous. I know. Uh, and then we have the intro credits. Nothing new here, but I bet we're going to get some killer new content with these next two episodes. Yeah. Okay. Anything to add? I'm like zooming through this. You are zooming through it. I had caffeine this morning. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. I'm having a beer right now. Nah. It's before noon. Well, it's your <clears throat> holiday. I am on I am on holiday. Yeah. Uh Nope, nothing to add. <laughs> okay, great. I'll keep zooming. Wait, actually, oh. wait, I, I I had a note early on that we just passed right over. Um, do you remember B- Buffy's Halloween costume in the Halloween where she's a fancy lady and they all yeah. turn into their costumes? Uh-huh. Well, this is exactly what she was talking about. She She's lamenting in that episode about how Angel probably had a thing for these fancy ladies. And oh. he did. He did. He totally did. You're right. Darla was the original. Oops. Well... That's a uh, very astute observation, Anna. She Thank was right you. to be jealous, worried. Yeah, concerned. Darla was looking amazing. She had like a powdered face, I know. high blonde quaff. Her boobs were so high. Yeah, that corset really does wonders. Yeah. Okay, back in present day. <laughs> so uh, as we get into the episode, we are panning on like what looks to be just a giant slab of granite and this woman kind of using a paintbrush to you know how archaeologists do to uncover artifacts um and also using pressurized air to clean it so it's her and then some other guy so two people we don't know and then giles walks in and we know him and apparently he's the best authority of obscure relics right here in sunnydale and that's according to lou Tabor of the washington institute damn so the man introduces himself as doug and apparently, they have found a giant slab of stone. Um, the construction workers dug them, dug it up outside of town. So they're working on carbon dating it, and results will be in in a couple of days. Uh-huh. All Giles can tell is that it's really, really old, and then he scrapes off a sample into a jar. Giles asks him to wait to open it until he can translate the text, which is very good thinking. Don't open anything, ever, uh, until you know exactly what's inside. They didn't even fucking realize it was a box. They no, yeah. They known. Yeah. They were like, oh, shit, it opens. Oh, there's a crack here? It goes the whole yeah. way around? <laughs> kind of scientists are they? Fuck. I just don't like these archaeologists. <laughs> Why not? They're using, like, compressed air right up to the... It's going to... You're going to destroy the relics if you're doing that. you got to have a lighter touch. I wonder if these are just administrators, you know? Yeah, they shouldn't be working on the object they're gonna destroy history yeah wait for giles wait for giles yeah okay well then we go to school xander is playing with two fish sticks uh one is buffy and one is the vampire buffy fought last night and he's recreating the events of what happened last night basically she killed him but everyone's enthralled especially cordy willow asks buffy if she's ready to fight angel she's also sitting on Oz's lap, which is cute. And uh, she says she's going to tutor Buffy in geology. And then Cordy compliments Willow. There's not, uh, this is all kind of a whatever conversation between the Scoobies. It's all pretty, like, boring. And yeah. it's, like, weirdly scripted. Like, uh, they keep saying things that I don't feel like teenagers would normally say. Hmm, like what? Like, oh, Willow, you really got the teaching bug. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, they talk about how Willow loves taking over Jenny's class, and then and then Oz says something like, "I think you'd sweat cute blood." Yeah, it's like okay. Yeah. But. Oh yeah, and that's Cordy who says, "Willow, you've really got the teaching bug." Yes, it's so lame. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty out of character for her. Totes. Um, well, Xander starts teasing Cordy, uh, which is kind of cute. I don't know. It's like this is. This is the best of their relationship. Uh, but yeah. it's broken up by Boner Killer Schneider. And Ew. he also breaks up Willow's 
sitting on Oz's lap. He's like, are we out of chairs or whatever? Anyway, lame old old guy. And basically what we get to is Buffy has to patrol tonight and she doesn't expect Angel to turn up. Okay, we all caught up? I gotta let my video catch up. I wasn't paying attention. Okay, yeah. I am kind of like going faster than the video. (laughs) Well, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, Buffy patrolling tonight. The only note I had in this scene is I think this outfit looks great on Buffy. Oh, what's that? Red is her. Oh, she's got this sort of like silky red spaghetti strap with a gold cross. Hmm. I just, and dark eye makeup. She looks really good in red. She looks really good in gold. She's like a dark angel. Dark angel? Not like dark angel, but like she's like an angel who is also like of the dark. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, she looks great. Yeah, I, I like it when so. she's got a little darkness in her. Me too. We got another flashback. We're in London, 1860. We see a woman wearing kind of a scarf and an old-timey dress, of course, and it's Drusilla. Drusilla. Looking a lot more, uh, I don't know, pure, a lot less evil than we are used to her <laughs> seeing. Because she's human. She's human. She's and in a she, church. She is a good Catholic girl. Yeah. She goes into the, uh, was it a confessional? Confessional. we see uh, on the other side is the father who has just been drank, drank, dry, drunk dry by Angelus. <laughs> Drinked. He sucked him dry. Sucked dry by Angelus. And then he poses as the father. By the way, I just wanted to keep... I, while I was going through this episode, I wanted to keep, like, a little bit of a timeline of Angel. Mm-hmm. This is about 100 years after he became a vampire. Oh, good thinking. So he's been doing this stuff for a long, long time. He's been a minute. And now he's meeting Drusilla for the first time. Yeah. Wow. And this is the course of her existence changes right now. Yes. So he's posed as the father and tells her to tell him her sins. She tells him she's been seeing again so she means her visions so she had those when she was human which is interesting mm-hmm. and she said she predicted that a, a, a cave-in where two men would die and her mother says she's cursed she feels real bad about these visions but she can't help it she doesn't want to be an be, evil thing she doesn't want to be evil yeah angel uh tells her she's a devil child <laughs> so <laughs> that's not helping things fuck yeah He tells her that God wants her to give in to the darkness, be evil. And she begs him to help her. And he tells her to do ten Our Fathers in an act of contrition. And you can tell he's kind of interested in her. You don't think she thought anything was suspicious when the priest was telling her to give in to evil? She clearly did not, but she should have. I think she's supposed to be just a young babe here. You know, She, she trusts this guy. Very naive can't even see him but we go to modern day present day and now Ardrew is here and she has just come back from a walk she says the moon was whispering to her and spike is reading the paper angel walks in and asks her what the moon told her she asks she says something terrible is coming at the museum a tomb with a surprise inside angel asks <laughs> if she can if she sees all that in her head and spike calls him a nitty and says no she read it in the friggin paper she read it in the paper i know she's so funny so she just like read the newspaper and was like i have a vision <laughs> <laughs> by the way this is a great drusilla scene one her outfit is amazing remember when she was just wearing that like white victorian dress and now she or the, it was by like white nightgown oh, yeah. dress and now she is all red all the time she's got a red pullover furry coat red yeah. manicure i know and she's getting her hair styled now oh yeah look at that hair yeah it's great I, it's a, she it seems like she doesn't have a ton of makeup on and i wonder i don't know doesn't she usually wear like lipstick maybe she doesn't i don't know okay i think so. actually i think they're doing the concealer look they just all oh, have really yeah. pale lips you know buffy also has pretty pale lips not mm. concealer look but yeah, not not bright. We see her in this next scene where Willow's tutoring tutoring her. And uh, let's see. Then they're in Jenny's classroom and Willow gets some tough love going. Says if she doesn't, that if she's going to give up, then don't waste her time. Damn. I know. Willow. Willow's trying to 
trying to learn Buffy, and Buffy's, oh, her pencil falls into the little crevasse between the desks here. Yes. Yes, so we see it uh, zoom in on that pencil as it's rolling down, and then yeah, Buffy just kind of quickly picks it up, uh, and then she pauses. She says, she's had deja vu, and then she recreates that same pencil falling and finds the floppy disk! The floppy disk! We finally found it! I'm going to get some payoff on that. Yes. It's only the Slayer Deja Vu that that did it. Thank God she copied that to the floppy. Yeah. She had that, like, go translate ancient relics website. Yes, and that's what uh, comes up when Willow puts it in the computer. And so it's kind of loading, and Buffy is reading it. She says, does that say restoration? And Willow says, it's one of her spells, I think. And then bing, bing, boom, baby, they found the curse. Bing, bing, bing. Fuck. <laughs> Time to reinstall that vampire. Or should they? Oh, uh, I guess I thought they should. What do you think? Well, I don't know. Oh. There's going to be some good uh, good arguments against it. Are there? Angel vampire's out of control. We can't just let him roam the earth. That's, That's why we got to reinstall him. Hmm. Well, flashback to his reinstallment. His first <laughs> insolment. Yes, actually, it's really cool. Um, it's like a kind of a Sam Raimi camera style, so it's we're in the perspective of the camera, uh, yeah. following something through a treed area. And there's an old woman chanting, and others doing some similar work. And when she finishes her chant, uh, there's an orb glowing, and then angels' eyes start to glow as well. Uh, oh, and we also see—I'm sorry, I didn't even notice this—but this is like we see Drusilla's body. This is 1898, and it's like her body being covered with flowers and then the woman chanting nearby. Do you think that's Drusilla? Oh, you know what? It's probably not. You know what? I thought it wasn't. I thought it's a woman that looks a lot like her, but I was thinking this was the woman that brought Jenny Callender to watch after Angel because this this was the girl from her tribe. Yes, so that's the the girl who started off the whole curse thing. Because also this is like 40 years after uh, Drusilla died, presumably. Yeah, so Angel's been a vampire for about 130 to 40 years, mm. I believe. Yeah, that sounds right. Okay, mm. so we see Angel's eyes glow and... This is so we presume that this is this moment that he got his soul and he's very confused. A man approaches him and tells him that the face of everyone he's ever ever killed will haunt him and that he will now know true suffering. Uh, Angel, he's confused. He's sad. He keeps repeating no, no over and over again. And he just looks so sad now. (laughs) Well, can you imagine like waking up the morning after a night of drinking and you don't remember anything, but then you realize you've been murdering people for 130 years. Yeah, that's probably what it feels like. Cause that would hit you hard. I mean, it's almost not even that same person who did the murdering. I mean, it's definitely not. Well, are you the same person? You're the same person when you wake up, presumably. Well, yes, but am I the same person if I don't have my soul? No. No, mm. because the demon is inside of you. Yeah, so how do you punish the demon and not the human? Well, I wonder if we'll see. Oh, okay. Well, at the library, uh, Buffy and Willow hand Giles the printed out version of the curse to reinstall Angel. It looks like Miss Calendar was trying to replicate it. Xander and Cordy are also there, and Cordy suggests cursing him again. Good idea, Cordy. And Giles thinks it's a great idea, but it has... uh, but the spell has greater knowledge of black arts than he has. And Will's like, oh, I can do it. <laughs> she's been researching the black arts for fun. <laughs> uh, yes, Willow. Yeah. She's, and she suggests that she's the best person to do this. Xander comes in as perspective guy slash guy who hates Angel. He yep. says, who cares? Angel's a killer. He needs to die. And Cordy agrees with him. So I don't know what side Cordy's on because she's she's playing both sides right now. But <laughs> Buffy and Will do not agree with him. And Giles says cursing him wasn't Jenny's last wish. So, oh, yeah, then Angel, I mean, Xander retorts, well, now she's dead, which was a very insensitive thing to say, Xander. 
They just have a real big fight about this. It's yeah. actually one of the only times they all are fighting together. Yeah, pretty much just against Xander. Why in this scene do you think Willow is dressed like she works in a nursing home? Because <laughs> that's just her style, babe. Can you? Oh, God. <laughs> She's wearing a long sleeve pastel purple shirt under a short sleeve yeah. flowery polo. Looks like she's wearing scrubs. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's terrible. Uh, you know, she, she'll evolve into a better style. Not to spoil well, it. One day. <laughs> uh, well, Xander continues on his tirade. He says, the way I see it, you want to forget all about Miss Calendar's murder so you can get your boyfriend back. And, you know, I'm starting to think Xander's not really all that concerned about Miss Calendar. I think Ooh. he's just jealous. Yeah. Which, I mean, he has a valid point, but I don't think it's coming from the right place. I, I agree. I definitely yeah. agree. I think if he had delivered it differently, he could have gotten through to them better. But Maybe. Yeah. Well, back with the relic, our friend Lou is alone with, uh, with, with just the relic, and he hears some voices. At first, he thinks it's coming from the relic, and he walks toward it. Um, but then, actually, it's just Drusilla, and she sneaks up behind him, and buddy bite that little neck, she does. <laughs> uh, Angel's like, save me some, Drew. And Drusilla looks up, and she's got her fangs out, and her eyes are so wide and so yellow, and it's pretty scary, actually. They're so scary. I They're know. like... So much side eye that I thought her eyes were just all white. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, that's a new vampire effect. But uh, still got those gross yellow contacts. I think they ditch those pretty soon. I don't think those make it all the way through all the seasons. God, I can't remember. I know we've talked about this, and I absolutely can't remember if, Neither. Uh, yeah, if those continue. Uh, we're at Buffy's house, and she's on the phone of Will- with Willow, and they're talking about what an a-hole Xander's being. Buffy mm-hmm. is preparing to patrol or whatever, and she finds that ring that Angel gave her. Remember that one? The oh, the romantic- dog. Yeah. And uh, she's like, nah, I gotta go, Willow. She gets off the phone, and we can tell she really misses Angel, and she wants to recurse him and get her, her BF back. Xander is not wrong. Yeah. So she... Got something to say? Huh? No. Huh? Okay. She's so sad. I know. So Buffy goes out patrolling. She's wearing a black hoodie, hood up, which is actually the most sensible patrolling outfit she's ever worn. And she's ready for action. Something's in the bushes, though. What is it? It pops up and Buffy prepares her fist for a punch. And hey, it's Kendra, our friend. Fuck yeah. I'd love to see her again. It's not been that long. It's been like one or two episodes. Uh, but she's back. Yeah, I feel like I feel like it was so long ago. Well, I guess it was long ago for us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she said she was sent here again for Big Trouble in Little Sunnydale. Mm. Yeah. We're back with the relic and the vampires. We got Spike in his wheelchair, and they're all surrounding the relic, and Angel starts explaining the lore behind that thing. He says, uh, a kafwa, I think is how you pronounce it, Kothla the demon came forth to swallow the world. He was killed by a virtuous knight who pierced the demon's heart before he could draw a breath to perform the act. Kothla turned to stone, as demons sometimes do, and was buried where neither man nor demon would want to look. Unless, of course, they're putting up low-rent housing, which is where they found him. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. What, what the fuck do they mean where no man would dare to look? And then just, like, some builders find him? Yeah, so... I, yeah, I don't know. I guess like they didn't. Desert California? Or? Yeah. They didn't predict, predict how uh, our civilization would progress. So they open the tomb and there's this silly looking stone demon who's got a, like a sword sticking out of its right nipple. And whoever is worthy enough to pull the sword out gets to send the whole world to hell. Fantastic. How fun. I would like to. I would love to. Let me pull that sword, please. Yeah. Would you? Tickle that nip. I mean, you, you know I try. you think you're pure enough? I'm not. You're not pure enough. Well. Maybe me. You'll never know until you try. <laughs> Maybe you. You think you're more pure than I am? No. How dare you? No. <laughs> Excuse me. So this is our big bad. I think this is going to be the, the season finale This is baddie. the season finale. This guy, Akafla. What's his name? Akafla? Yeah. 
A Kafka. It just autocorrected to Kafka in my notes. And I was like, who in the fuck is <laughs> Kafka the demon. Kafka. <laughs> Do you think... Okay, so who of our, our three antagonists is going to pull out the sword? Is it going to be Spike? Is it going to be Drusilla? Is it going to be Angel? Well, or is it going to have to be like... A twist where it's Buffy because she's the good guy. Well, do you, I think when they uh, are talking about purity, it's talking about like the opposite of purity, you know, pure evil. <laughs> <laughs> so it's got to be Angel, right? He's kind of got to be Angel. Yeah. Yeah, he's the leader. Yeah. Spike's laying in wait, but he's he's waiting for his moment. Maybe he will be the leader. Drusilla is definitely not the leader, um, no. <laughs> even though I love her with all my heart. She's a psychic. She's not pure evil because she's partially crazy. Like some hmm. of that is just driven by craziness, <laughs> insanity. Hmm. Yes, that's true. Well, back in the library, uh, Kendra has joined up with the crew. Our buddies are all back together. Fantastic. And they have found out that the vampires have opened the tomb, and the whole world is going to get sucked into hell. Shit. Yeah. Wait, did they find that out? Or did Yeah. They? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then a Akafla. So apparently he can create a vortex and that can whirlpool everything on Earth into his demon hell dimension where not uh, non-demon life will be tormented eternally. Okay. So this happened once before and a knight stabbed him with the sword and killed him. But there was another time before that he was just going to like suck the whole world into hell. Does that I, happen a I lot? Guess. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, like, what's up with this demon? And, and how many die? of these demons are there? How many worlds can they just, like, suck into the void? This what? is... If you is believe one in of string theory, it's infinite. Hmm, shit. Mm. I, I know. That's a lot. Okay. Tough or buff? <laughs> so Buffy suggests Willow try the curse. Uh, but Kendra agrees with Xander, actually, which is not surprising. And she thinks Angel should be eliminated. But we all know Buffy's the boss of Kendra. And she's like, nah, dude, I got this. And if I die, Willow's got this. Totally. Obviously, Kendra has another plan because she is an equal slayer, even though this is not her town. I think, I don't know. I feel like Kendra should have gotten more of a voice in this conversation. But I get it. She's not totally part of the crew. She grabs a, what? I think she either needs to be in the crew or be out of the crew. You know, she left because she wasn't needed. But then she had to come back because she was needed. Like, where is she that is more urgent, like, urgent enough for her to have to run off to, but then come back to Sunnydale? Well, and I why mean, doesn't Buffy get to go on little side trips, like, when shit's going down in Kendra's world? Well, maybe that's their different roles. Buffy takes care of the main uh, Hellmouth. Maybe, I don't know, Sunnydale's the main Hellmouth. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. And then Kendra travels the world taking care of other problems. The lesser Hellmouth. Yeah. Ooh, interesting. Hmm. I don't know. I like I'm just making that up. It seems like they should get one Slayer per Hellmouth. Yeah, that'd be great. We should definitely have more Slayers because there's like we a billion vampires. Definitely make more Slayers. Yeah. Vampires Birth and demons. more Slayers. Yeah, she doesn't just kill vampires. Yeah, exactly. So why was there only one? All right, we're getting off topic. Okay. Kendra's here. Mm-hmm. She's not the main Slayer gal, but she did bring a fucking sweet sword. Oh, yeah. And she has other plans. So she grabs that sweet sword out of her bag threateningly, and Willow says, uh, she says she needs another day to get ready, and she just needs the orb of Thessala. Luckily, Giles has one he uses as a paperweight. So lucky. Mm-hmm. Which is a callback to when Jenny was buying an orb of Thessala, and the guy who sold it to her said he mostly sells them as paperweights. <laughs> Giles hands it, along with all of our hope, to Willow. Oh, mm. good. Oh. I mean... <laughs> her heart's in the right place but she is young she can do it hmm. she's got the the hubris of youth behind her <laughs> <laughs> and how so uh back with our vampire buddy spike is up and walking around he's alone and then he quickly skitters back into his wheelchair when Drusilla comes in and she tells him the fun is about to begin we got some rando shirtless hunk brought into a room um, and he has his hands tied behind his back. We don't know who he is, but he's sitting in front of Spike Drew and Angel walks up. He's reading some holy sounding shit and he says he's going to sacrifice this man so that he may ascend so that he may become 
as he says. And then we mm. we get a transition into his vamp phase, as he says, become. It's good. Yes. You can tell when they're going to transition. The, the background gets kind of uh, blurry. Ah, very, <laughs> very astute. <laughs> and then he gets the man's blood on him, and he's wearing two rings. He's wearing a middle finger ring and a pinky ring. Oh, great. Mm-hmm. He kills that guy pretty quick, and then he walks up to Akafwa, and then we go to another flashback, where it's Manhattan, 1996. Hang on, hang oh, on. What do you got? You are flying I know. through this. I know. <laughs> uh, what do you want to say? Uh, I wanted to ask, when do you think, okay, Spike has been faking needing this wheelchair for like mm. an episode or two now. When do yeah. you think he's going to pick his moment to reveal that he can know. really walk. Yeah, what is he waiting for? I wonder what his plans are because he hasn't said anything. But I feel like he's planning to get himself and Drusilla away from Angel. Mm. I think he's planning to leave Sunnydale. You think he's going to try and kill Angel? I don't know if he thinks he's strong enough for that. Maybe he's hoping the Slayer will just do it. Yeah, that sounds I think, like Spike. I think he's just planning to run. Yeah. But like at, at an opportune moment. Well... This is the penultimate uh, finale episode, so maybe oh. in the ultimate finale episode, we'll see his plan. Oh, I hope so. It'd be good timing. Yeah. Are you ready for Manhattan? I'm ready for Manhattan. Okay. <laughs> uh, approximately 100 years after Angel uh, was given his soul back, so he's oh, presumably, yeah, he's a human again. So is he too? He's not human. He's not he's, human. He's ensouled. He's insold. So he's been a, he's, a, he hasn't been human for 200 years and he's been insold for 100 years. Is that right? Yes. Okay. I think so. More or less. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's having a bad time uh, with this insolment. He looks rough. He's real sad. He's got long, dirty hair and he's very weak from feeding off of only rats. He dives for another bite of a rat when someone walks up and calls him disgusting. He is. Yeah, he, really he is. is. He teases Angel, knowing that he's neutered with his poor, tortured soul. Who is oh. this guy? Hannah, who is it? I, I don't know. <laughs> he's that New York voice we heard at the beginning. Yeah. He's just like a, he's like a, a friendly demon. He's just here helping out. Yeah, well, he he just looks like a human um, right now. We find out he's a demon in a minute. Um, but first he suggests to Angel that he should get blood from a butcher shop instead of rats. And Angel's real confused. He's like, why are you here? Who are you? Because, like, why is this guy here? Well, he introduces himself as Whistler, and he tells, hmm. uh, and the way he orders a hot dog is, dog me. Dog me. <laughs> so he tells Angel so he's a fun. demon, but, like, a good one, you know? And he's here to pump Angel up. He says, Angel, you can become someone. You've been alone for 90 years now, and it's time for you to make something of yourself. He says he wants to show him something. So we rock into the next scene, and it's we're still in 1996, but now we're in Los Angeles. Oh. So do we recognize this setting, Miss I Anna? believe so. Looks like Baby uh, Buffy's uh, original school. Yeah, and it's also the Back to the Future clock tower. Shit, is it? Yeah, I'm sure this is used <laughs> in a lot of movies. Oh, okay. So, yeah, we see Buffy. Um, this is Los Angeles Buffy. So before she knew she was a slayer. And she's full-on popular girl. Lollipop, spaghetti strap, long blonde hair. She's basically Cordy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and she's, she does look cute, though. She's got, like, a pink jacket on. And, I don't know, just, like, a plain white tank top and a skirt. But she looks very cute. She does look very cute. Yeah. So the, Younger. Yes. Well, she's very young. Yeah, they make her look younger with like Baby a Buffy. long hair and a cute little barrette. It's like a yellow flower in her hair. Mm. So a man approaches her and says he needs to speak with her and that her destiny awaits. And he says she's the chosen one and she alone can stop them. The vampires. <laughs> she's like, what? But in no time, uh, never is she like, who are you? Get away from me, you old man. I'm just a young girl. Um, she's like... I'm the chosen one? What are you talking huh? about? Yeah. What? I don't have a destiny. I'm destiny free. Next scene, she's fucking fighting a vampire. Yeah. It cuts to her fighting a vamp for, you know, the first time. 
And it looks exactly like the Sunnydale graveyard, because it probably is. Oh, yes. (laughs) And she amateurishly stabs a vampire, misses the heart at first, but then gets it. And we see Angel watching her, just like he always does in in the graveyard. And, you know, he's got his gross, dirty, long hair, and she's got a puffy orange jacket she looks actually really cute um Mm -hmm. and she's got like these i wonder how old she's supposed to be oh i guess like 14 15 15 yeah um so yeah she stabs a vampire and she's a slayer now and that was actually really easy for her (laughs) and also really easy to convince her to do that yeah do you think it was like the same day because I think she's had the same hairstyle. Yeah, and the same white shirt with just the jacket <sighs> on top, I think. Fuck. From the first day, finding out, like, oh, you're the chosen one to killing your first vampire. Yeah. And then she goes home and Joyce is mad at her. Yeah, Joyce is mad. She's oh, chastising her for not calling. We worry, she says, implying that her dad is still there and that they're still married. Then we hear her parents fighting in the voiceover while Buffy looks really sadly at herself in the mirror, and she's even crying a little bit. Hmm. Yeah. Well, her parents are fighting. Yeah. And Whistler says that that little kid of a slayer is going to have it rough. Shit. Angel says he wants to help her. Whistler correctly guesses she must be real pretty. Ugh. God, she's a fucking child. <laughs> oh, yuck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Whistler is also um, cutting his fingernails, which is... I guess would be gross if he wasn't in a sewer. Um. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't seem like quite the right time to do it, unless it's just showing like how much he doesn't care. Yeah, about Buffy. But why do? Who is he? Why did he go to the sewers of Manhattan looking for Angel, only to bring him to Buffy? We don't know. He doesn't say. Um, he does say some one thing that's interesting. He says, "We need you on our side." So, not sure what that's alluding to. Huh. No. Um, Interesting. I wonder if we'll see this guy again. I don't remember. Yeah. Well, Angel says he's ready to learn how to be something. And we can cut this out if we need, but I do know that Whistler was, this whole thing is setting up for the Angel series. So Whistler was supposed to join Angel, but I don't know. There's some reason that actor couldn't do it, and they got Glenn Quinn instead, who played Doyle. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. Yes, I remember Doyle. Yes, I do. Yeah. Yes, I do. Sort of the, actually very much the same vibe. Yes, absolutely. And probably mm. on purpose. Yeah. Okay, so back in present time, we're with our vamps and Akla. I forgot. Is that his name? Um, Something like that. Akafla? Yeah, the stone demon. And stone Angel... Boy. Angel is spouting the words to set the demon free. He goes to pull out the sword, and there's also a big light that, like, comes out as he's doing that. And he's, like, shaking, trying to pull it out, and then it cuts to commercial. And, you know. And when we come back, alas, someone wasn't worthy. Angel doesn't pull him out. Drusilla Uh, is so disappointed. Spike is so gleeful, and (laughs) Drusilla is so disappointed she's shaking. Yes. And Angel's pissed, obviously. Yeah. Yep, and he yep, is yep. hell-bent on his Armageddon. I don't know why. What does he have against this world? I guess humans. Oh. I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. Um, at school, Buffy's in class taking a test, and someone is walking through the hallway. We don't know who they are. They have a shroud over their head, but they are very conspicuous. Uh, they're just walking through the hallway and they walk into her classroom of test takers and she begins to speak she says tonight sundown at the graveyard you will come to him or more will die tonight and it's a vampire and she has allowed herself to become a flame by stepping into the sunlight so that's angel sending a message shit i know that's a pretty scary message actually can you imagine being in that classroom and somebody just like self-immolates that's terrifying I know, she just killed herself. Do you think they had to keep taking the final, or do you think the teacher was like, ooh, let's, let's postpone. I yeah, bet they got a postponement. Yeah, yeah, let's go home. I wonder who that actress is, because she's got, like, just a bad wig on. I wonder <sighs> if it's, like, you know, Juliet Landau or something. Maybe. Julia, uh, Drusilla. Probably not. She looks short. 
Anyway, so back in the library, uh, Buffy, that jacket, let's talk about it. It's, uh, you know, iconic. Tell me about it's that It's iconic. Jacket. What is it made of, first of all? What is the material? It's like a thick silk. It's shimmery. It's iridescent. Mm-hmm. The cut of the jacket isn't amazing. I like that it's long, but it's sort of got like the 80s lapels. Yeah. But it's one color, and as she's moving, it's, it goes from, like, blue to green. Oh, it's so beautiful. Yes. And it looks so beautiful on her. Absolutely eye-catching. I hope she's not wearing this in the finale because it's going to get trashed. Oh. And I can't see that happen to that jacket. No. <laughs> well, Buffy said she's going to go, and she's going alone. No Kendra. And Willow is mostly ready. Uh, the plan is that Buffy's going to go fight Angel so he can't do his ritual. Uh, that they don't know yet, but it didn't work. Um, and Willow is going to cast the curse in the library. Kendra, oh, Kendra gives her a gift before she leaves. It's uh, her precious steak. She named Mr. Pointy. Oh, she copied Buffy's name. <laughs> no, that's where Buffy got her name from. Really? Yeah. She right? Copied, okay, so the Mr. Pointy is her steak from here on out? Yeah. Oh. Even though I feel like we never see that steak again. That's a very special looking steak. Yes, it is. Looks like it's made she just normally has like a like a, yeah. a much softer one, a much just softer like, point. Yeah, just like whittled from a chair. How do you think Buffy makes her steaks? Does she like have a belt sander in her garage? Does she whittle them herself? Is it Giles? Is she buying pre-whittled steaks? Uh, I bet it's some of all of that. I bet Giles whittles her a lot of steaks. We have seen mm. steak whittling in the past and will in the future. Yes. I would love to see a whole episode just dedicated to Giles whittling steaks. Yeah. How oh, does he prepare? So How does he prepare Buffy? Her weapons, her training. He's got to come cool. up with curriculum. Great thought. He's probably just like scanning eBay trying to get good deals on ancient weapons. Yeah. Like, you oh. got that rocket launcher. Oh, uh, Xander got that. Oh, yeah. That was from the Halloween episode. Yeah. Huh. All right. <laughs> well, we got Mr. Pointy. He's in, he's in the lore now. And uh, what, do, what do we think? Is this a good plan? No. Mm-hmm. I know hindsight is twenty twenty. I know I've recently seen this episode. But I think Willow in the library said this ritual is only going to take me half an hour. Did Buffy have to go fight right then? Like, they knew that they knew Angel was going to be out, but was he necessarily going to kill within the next half hour? Yeah, there wasn't a specific time to meet. He just said tonight. So. Sundown. Oh. Like, I feel like it's past sundown. It's definitely past sundown. Yeah, it's pretty dark out. She's already late. I guess that's why. Okay, but they had class. Obviously, class let out after the woman self-immolated. The mm-hmm. school had to have let out for the day. Mm-hmm. Which, although, you know, they haven't been so great about that in the past. That's true. And now between then and sundown, they would have had, like, at least a half an hour with which to hole up in the library and do this spell. Yeah. Well, Why maybe Willow needs more time. Hmm. Well, do you think it's a good plan? Uh I'm worried about Buffy going at it alone um, because, you know, in times of stress, especially when it comes to Angel, I feel like she does want to do things alone and her strength is is her team, her friends, which, I mean, they are still doing stuff, but I'm worried that she's blinded by love right now. Good point. Yeah. Very good point. Well, regardless, this is what we're doing. Uh, I don't know what Kendra's going to do. I don't feel like there was any assignment there. I guess she's just going to stick there with the crew. Wait, why? The, okay, hold on. So, whoa, why the fuck did Kendra come and not help with this? That's what I'm confused about. Because they're planning... Okay, so, so the plan is Buffy's going to be fighting Angel and everyone else is just going to be doing what? Nothing? Like, I mean, except Willow, who's doing the spell. Yeah, everyone else should have been doing something. They're just hanging out at the library, right? Yeah, I mean, we, apparently... Maybe they j- it just wasn't spoken because later on we'll see that actually it's a good thing Kendra was there. But, well, I mean, sort of. We'll get to it. We're five minutes away. <laughs> it's not a good thing. Yeah, it's not a good thing. So okay. at the, we're at the graveyard. We're at the, the graveyard. <laughs> uh, she's meeting up with Angel. And he says, oh, I wasn't sure you'd come. 
after your immolationogram, I had to show, she says. Love it. Angel says he wants to say goodbye and that she's the only thing in this dimension he'll miss. And he was hoping to get back together. Obviously, he's toying with her. So cruel. I know. And they start to fight. I love what Buffy says. She's like, this is a beautiful moment we're having. Can we get to fighting? Yeah. He's like, I didn't come here to fight. (laughs) Of course he did. Well, in in the library, Scoobs are starting the ritual. Willow is sitting cross-legged on a table, and there's like a little, um, I don't know what you call that, but it's like a circle of bones with more bones inside. And, or circle of... I wonder where she learned how to do that. She's been meddling in the dark arts, you know? Did Miss Calendar teach her that? Was there like a diagram of like yeah. bones like this? Or? Probably, you know, I bet Miss Calendar's computer has some cool techno-pagan material. Oh, and definitely. You know, she's got a lot of library resources at hand. Um, okay, I guess everyone is doing stuff because Giles is reading maybe Latin from a book. Cordy is smudging the area with sage. Xander, Xander and Kendra aren't doing anything at the moment, but maybe they have a role later. Uh, we cut back and forth between the library and the graveyard battle. In the library, vampires are actually starting to infiltrate. I don't know if this was... I mean, clearly this was not foreseen because everyone's panicking. And now I'm like, oh, it's good thing Kendra's here. So Willow, Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, Willow cannot finish the spell. Um, she's been driven away from her circle, and also there's a lot going on. <laughs> so Giles is cooking, kicking butt until he is not. Xander is totally holding his own, but he does hurt his arm. Until he is not. Yeah. <laughs> and then Willow gets a bookshelf on top of her, pushed on top of her. So she's she's out, I think, for a while. Dude, that looks so hard. She yeah. has a whole bookshelf pushed she on her. She might be dead. I think so. And it looks like that vampire just like, sorry, hit the microphone, took (laughs) Xander's arm and broke it. Yeah. Like, it looks bad. Yes. Uh, Corey runs away. Kendra dusts one vamp uh, and then pulls one off Giles and throws him through a window. Willow's sleeping under the bookcase. And (laughs) we, we go back to the graveyard. So Angel pauses the fight, saying it just didn't seem like Buffy's heart is in it. She tries to... To goad him into fighting her again, because that is the entire plan. But actually, Angel's the one whose heart isn't in it. Buffy wants to finish, but Angel tells her this was never about her. And she always falls for this dang trick. Shit. Buffy's like, oh, fuck. And she turns tail and heads back to the library. She was the one who was duped after all. Fuck. I know. Jesus, Buffy. This isn't the first time they've done that. I mean, also, what are they doing? Like, why do they need the Scoobies? Well, let's see. Yeah. Well, oh no, Drew enters the library. She calls off the troops and beckons Kendra into a fight. Yeah, she just like claps her hands, gets everyone to be quiet, and then she just summons Kendra over with her amazing manicured nails. I love a Drusilla entrance. Because it's just like, we look at the door and then we pan down and we just see her shoes coming in. And then we're kind of slowly panning up and uh, going between different scenes, not scenes, but parts of the library action. Yes. So, like you said, Drew claps her hands and then, like, does this with her nails. I don't know what you call that. Kind of like a... A come hither, but with all of her fingers. Yes. And Drusilla and Kendra are fighting, which is great. I love this. It's an amazing fight. Yes. Uh, it's over pretty quick, though, because Drew's got Kendra by her neck, and she's, like, hypnotizing her. And when Kendra's in a daze, kind of swaying with Drew, um, Drusilla suddenly slashes her throat with her sharp-ass nails. And Fuck. That's dies. the second time this episode where skin has been easily cut by vampire nails. I think Like, when must- Darla just sort of ran her hand on her chest, mm-hmm. and it just, like, opened up that gash. And this time... You think you would need more than a fingernail to open a throat? I think there's something Maybe. we don't know. Vampire razor nails. Yes. Maybe. God, her manicure looks so good. I know. Well, Murderously good. So Drusilla says, night night, and she blows a kiss to a dying Kendra. Says, let's get what we came for, dearies, and the vampires grab an unconscious Giles. And I guess that's what they needed i don't know why but 
and then he's, they leave. He's the foremost expert on artifacts. Yeah. They must know that. Well, they've killed all the... They finished killing all of the archaeologists in town through various episodes. I guess, yeah. They shouldn't have killed them all. Yeah, and they've just got Giles. Yeah. I thought that was Spike's idea. They're probably mm. he, he probably knew. He's like, this guy is who we need. Yeah, he knows shit. So anyways, Buffy comes running in. Yes, and this, I recognize this as uh, a newly added little snippet into the intro sequence later, if not next oh. episode. Oh. Slow-mo of her running in that incredible jacket. She looks worried. She's running towards the library. And the narrating voice is back from the beginning, who we now know is Whistler. He talks over Buffy discovering the scene in the library. She finds Kendra lying dead. And Whistler says it's in the big uh, Whistler says it isn't the big moments that matter. It's what you do afterwards that counts. That's when you find out who you are. And then there's a gun and someone says, Freeze and they point it at Buffy. And then it is TBC. Shit. I know. Fucking Kendra came back just to die. Yeah, I can't believe she didn't go to the graveyard with Buffy. That was so stupid. I know. Well, Or, like, try to keep watch or something. She just stood there. Kendra Kendra was pretty useless as a slayer. I agree. I mean, I guess the point is to keep Angel distracted, not to kill him. So that's why they don't need two slayers. So I guess that would have been the best use of her. They should have thought about that vampires might come in, though. And they got to stop being in the library. It's just not very secure. I know. Find somebody. Do they know where Xander lives? I doubt it. Go to his house. Yeah. God. Go to Cordelia's friggin' mansion. I bet they've got security. Yeah. So, I don't know. This sucks. We barely knew her. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. This might be a good segue into our, our death count. Okay. Let's do it. What do we got? There are a lot of them. This is a bloody episode. Okay. First of all, Angel sired in Galway. I think Buffy kills two vampires at the beginning of the episode. Yes, yeah. Angelus kills the priest. Angelus kills the priest in that confessional. Um, Drusilla bites that security guard. Angel sacrifices that shirtless man. The self-immolating vampire. One of the vampires in the library. And then Kendra. That's... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine deaths in one episode? That's Huge. Huge. What's going to happen next episode? Probably no deaths. Good. Good. Actually, let's talk about that a little bit. What do you think is going to happen in the next episode? Oh, well, uh, probably Angel's going to get his soul back. They're Mm -hmm. going to do the ritual again, right? They wouldn't just give up. Maybe. Willow's going to want to do it again. And Buffy's going to be like, yeah. I mean, if Willow's even alive. Oh, shit. She was. Is she going to. Hmm. Yes. Good question. <laughs> okay. Here's what's going to happen. Xander's going to do the ritual. Oh. Buffy's going to run in to save Giles. And Cordelia will kill Angel. Hmm. Somehow. Cordelia is going to kill Angel. I she love like that. opens the curtains and the sun's streaming in. <laughs> what do you think? I, Predictions. Yeah, I hope that's what happens. Um, okay. I think. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if Angel's going to get his soul because I, Willow looked pretty injured. Um, I wonder what they're going to do with Giles. Maybe is he the sacrifice they need, or is he the the chosen one that can pull out the sword? He's obviously the pure one. So he's going to pull off the sword, and then what? And then the demon's going to suck everyone into hell. <sighs> so we lose. Yeah. And then it's lights out. That's the end of Buffy. Mm, okay. Well, Obviously. Whatever. That's it. All done. Yep. Show's over. <laughs> Pack it up. Um, yeah. I really, I really don't know what I would think if I was watching this for the first time. I actually wonder if these aired same day uh this originally aired may 12th 1998 are you looking it up no Mm, okay um yeah i don't know so that sounds 
Well, okay, good. I don't have any discussion questions because I didn't make any. Um, <laughs> what about you? What do you got? You got pop quiz? I don't know. I just remember... Uh, I maybe have a pop quiz. I could think of one. By the way, um, they did not air on the same day. They didn't? They were, were a they week just apart. a week apart? Mm-hmm. That'd be a tough wait. Whew. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, I just remember one moment that happens in the finale, and that's... It's a, a very intense moment between Angel and Buffy. Yes. And I can't wait to see it again. Yes. Well, I don't really remember what leads up to it. Yeah. Just I that it's deeply emotional. Yes. I can't wait to watch it again, actually. I forgot who killed Kendra. Yes. I didn't think that she and Drusilla would fight. Do you think there will be a big Buffy-Drusilla fight? I would love to see that. And I want it to be longer. Me too. Than that fight. Cause I wanted to try to hypnotize Buffy, but no way. not. Do you, why, do you think Angel's ever tried to hypnotize her? And why wouldn't he have tried that? It doesn't seem like... Because he likes like, the game. Well, yeah, the sport for sure. of it. It doesn't seem like any other vampires have the same powers that Drusilla does. Somebody else got hypnotized. Was it by Drusilla? Maybe she's just really good at it. Hmm, I don't remember. Hmm. Could just be her. Yeah. It seems like Drusilla should be the most powerful vampire. I guess the only reason she isn't is because she's kind of out of her mind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um oh. pop quiz. Yeah, do it. <sighs> I thought, hmm, I need to think of one really fast. Hmm. Um, actually, not a pop quiz question, but do we know who sired Darla? I don't think we do. I don't, I want to say it was the master, actually, but I don't know if that's true. Oh, that might be true. And when do you think she was sired? We don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Did you have anything else you wanted to talk about? Well... I feel okay. We're close to the end of the season, mm-hmm. and I feel like we should be gearing up to talk about some character arcs Ooh, okay. in the season. But I'm not really sure that I'm. I'm not really sure that I like any of the characters right now. Like any of the four, like Xander, Buffy, Willow, or Cordelia. Really, I think because well, I think they've become like argumentative in recent seasons, and. None of them have gone through really big changes. Like, Cordelia has sort of become, like, meh, meh, this season. Not that funny. And Willow is kind of coming into her own, like, teaching and doing magic and stuff. And I think what I'm trying to say is that people are stagnated. That's funny. This I, season. I, at the end of this season. I kind of perceive it as, like, people are finding their places. Like, uh, that scene in the lunchroom... Is like we got uh, Willow and Oz and then Xander and Cordy who aren't fighting, but they're playfully teasing. And it seemed like everyone was like happy except Buffy. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. It's interesting you don't like anyone, though. Um, I know I don't like I don't dislike anyone. It's just not like I don't have like a strong favorite like I usually mm-hmm. I think do. Yeah, um, you know, I'm not. I feel like I really liked Willow in the past, and on this rewatching, I I'm not as into her as I was before. I don't know why. I think there's just not much going on for her. She's kind of plateauing right now as a character, but she's building. You yeah, know, her witchcraft background. Yeah, she's learning witchcraft. She has a boyfriend. I I would love to learn more about Oz. I think he's he's incredible. He's great. Yeah. And, you know, Xander Cordy kind of, it does, it's kind of boring, I think, because the, the interesting part about their relationship was that they kind of hated each other, and it seems like that's not really the case. Not that they're very compatible, but, like, I don't know. I, I just feel like that relationship's probably going to wind down. Soon. It was, yeah, it was the the bickering, really, that yes. made it 
special. <laughs> yeah, and there was the tension of Willow in there, too. And that's kind of gone away with introduction of her boyfriend. So, yeah, maybe there's just less less tension. Less, that's, so it makes it less interesting. It's inter- Well, it, it's interesting at the end of this season that Buffy is the only single one. Yeah. Which is very different than the end of last season where she was the only one not single. The only one not single. Yeah, and, you know, I do still wonder about Willow and Xander because did Willow's feelings just completely die? She's had a crush on this guy for, like, her entire life. You think those feelings are just gone? No. No. No, I don't think so. But she's got a good distraction, and there's someone who's actually returning her affection, so she's got to be pretty smitten with Oz. I don't know. I actually don't think she is. I think she likes the attention. And she likes him. I think she likes him. But I don't know if she is going to love him. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Because he's showering her with affection. Who wouldn't want that? Oh. Especially your first first boyfriend. Yeah. Well, that's that's pretty much all I've got about the episode discussion. I think we're in for some big things. Yeah. Episode. Well, you know, I can't wait to watch next episode and uh, we'll talk about it and you'll, you'll be hearing it in two weeks from the posting of this episode. Very exciting for you. And with that, I think we're going to wrap it up. Um, you can find us on Instagram at just pod or email us at just at gmail.com. And thanks for listening. Later, Slayers. Happy hunting. Happy hunting. <laughs> I forgot I it. said yours. <laughs> Later, Slayers. Happy hunting. <laughs>